0: Hey, welcome to STS. This is a parkour podcast where we talk about all things parkour related. The two of us have been doing parkour for decades and we have experience with coaching and owning businesses in the parkour world. So we like to think that we provide a perspective that you might not hear anywhere else. In today's
1: episode, we talked about lifting big weights and how that kind of feels similar to sometimes mentally preparing for big jumps. We talked about how training in the gym has maybe made us a little bit soft for training outside particularly when it's raining we also talked about spl coming up at how five and that the event actually is getting very very close to being sold out so you need to get your tickets now and last but not least we talked about kings of the concrete footage from 2022's event being finally released soon with Campus Free Money.
0: remember, STS is now ad-free. So share this with a friend so they can have access to this conversation as well. Without any further ado, let's get into these topics. Happy birthday, Renee.
1: Oh shit. Hey. <laughs> was it? Wait, when did we record? Oh no, yeah, it was this week. Yeah, yeah it was is. it was the day Her, after our the last day record. Ad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So 37 mm-hmm. and Um, I don't know, we we already talked about like, what do you hope to accomplish this year? Your birthday happens to fall like quite early in the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, pretty much at the beginning of uh, Chinese New Year, Mm -hmm. or uh, actually Lunar New Year is what they're calling it now, which makes some sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, 37, I was talking to Dylan and he was like, it's crazy, Renee's 37. I was like, yeah, so, what do you mean? He's like, well, He's got to be, like, the oldest guy really trying to push it right now.
1: <laughs> it feels that way sometimes.
0: <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't know if that's true. No.
1: no because
0: there's, there's definitely some characters yeah, you're you're,
1: you're baiting a part of me that I like to suppress. That <laughs> 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 I'm trying
0: to. Oh. Yeah, you're
1: baiting the uh,
0: good suppress or bad suppress. Uh, you're, you're baiting is this the kind of th- like you're
1: baiting like the is this little the kind green of thing, monster.
0: Is this is the kind of thing um, you're gonna. We need to. You need therapy in the next few years around.
1: Not not in that sense. Just like I don't know uh, the the comparison. Side.
0: Oh, see, the comparison,
1: yeah, yeah. the the okay. little green monster side. Um, yeah, cause when you say like, oh, it's like the only. I don't know, like. Uh, I do feel like sometimes I don't have – but also, okay, so one thing is that the more time goes by, the closer ages seem. So, for example, you're going to be 35 this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's like two years apart. Like, there's going to be a lot of similarities in terms of what we're feeling. Um, Even I think of, like, like Jared Davis, when Jared started parkour, he was – kind of still a teenager, and I was an adult. Mm-hmm. But now he's also past 30. Yeah. And so-
0: Yeah, he's like a, like less than a year younger than me, so he's like similar.
1: Yeah, so I always find as time moves on, the the, the separation in age feels less, because it is, mm-hmm. relatively.
0: Yeah, it's funny, because like I, when I started parkour, there was people who who were in there, I was 19, and there were people who were like 16 mm-hmm. that I started with, and I was like, man, these are kids, right? Yeah. And then, now they're like, also in their thirties or, or or close to it, and it's like, oh yeah, forgot. Yeah, time moves on.
1: But there Thanks are two. What, this touching on what Dylan said though. This, there's two kind of scenarios that pop up a lot to me, and I'm always. Uh, let me let me let me break them down. Let's see. kind of okay. maybe understand what I'm feeling here. So one is like the the Sebastian Foucaults who. Um, well there's only one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was like, also, like you know, referring to I, them but, as but I think that's a category. So you have like a guy like Seb who I would argue is hasn't been pushing it since Jump London. Like yep. I think he peaked Jump London Madonna tour, so still like early two thousands, and then decided he didn't want to push himself hard anymore in parkour and had a major decline and then kind of like leveled off and so he can still do parkour. But he's not someone that I look up to as like, oh, I want to be that. Cause that's already kind of, it's been destroyed for me. I've already like mangled my leg twice and had to have like serious implications with that. So I'm in a different boat. Like I can't look at him and be like, oh yeah, he's like almost like he's in his mid forties or almost 50 or whatever it is. I think he's almost 50. 47 I think. Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna push for that. Whereas I see like Max Henry or someone be like, oh yeah, I wanna, like, seems like he wants to be just like Seb. And I'm like, okay. Um, so that's one thing. And then there's like, whenever some guy in his 40s comes out and is like doing stuff, and someone's like, parkour in your 40s. And I'll be like, yeah, they just started. And again, they didn't go through like years of like maybe kind of wrecking their body by like pushing hard and then get to that point. So. So what Dylan's saying like yeah I do feel like I'm in a bit of a different category I guess as well. Yeah, I'm
0: I was saying. I was um I was talking to some of our our clientele who are a bit older mm-hmm. um, um it's crazy like a few years ago I would have been like wow they like it's crazy that they're like that old and getting into parkour and getting in like and doing unlimited classes or but 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 now I'm like getting to the same age as when they started. So it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe they weren't as old as I thought, but, uh, but I was talking to them about it and I was kind I was like, you know, getting closer to 40 and I'm thinking like, I kinda, I mean, obviously I don't, I'm not in a rush to get to 40, but I'm kind of excited about that as a possibility of me reaching 40 and still being like pretty good at parkour Mm -hmm. because I mean, Williams Bell, we were talking about the Yamakaze, or the, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the old school generation, first generation parkour athletes. Williams Bell's only like 42 or something like that. He's like, mm-hmm. he was the baby of the group. Yeah. So, you know, we're pretty close in age to this guy, and he started in 1990 something, you know? Mm-hmm. 1994 or something. I don't know when he started, but sometime really long ago. Um, in terms of parkour history. And I, but I think the thing about the Yamakazi is they have outdated technique. And like there was a limited, you know, group of techniques that they practiced: mm-hmm. Gap jumps, you know, crappy climb ups and, you know, dropped rolls, you know, like that was mm-hmm. their, That was their movement arsenal. And then they had, like, all the ADD stuff of, like, la de déplacement, the, like, aesthetic, like, free-running, like, rail flow kind of moves. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm kind of excited about the potential of, like, reaching 40 coming from the generation that took parkour technique to Mm -hmm. the next level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, I, I anticipate as long as I don't suffer some debilitating injury that I'll still be able to do, like, a good high-level parkour yeah. into my 40s.
1: Yeah, no, you should be able to. I think actually, like, too, like, we've talked about longevity before, and I think the the longevity strategy really has to be, like, um, I'll kind of uh, relate this to, like, uh, uh, if you're a boxer. Because boxers, it's, it's the one profession or like sport profession where they have super long time off like like season like off seasons where like they'll even get fat or yeah. like do whatever and then get back in because their training is just too strenuous to do and plus like just head, like concussions head trauma all stuff so they they take lots of time off and then come back in and so they can get like you look at um, i mean Floyd Mayweather is not what he used to be but he's in his 40s and still like can compete and could probably still beat, you know, you know like he he beat uh, Jake Paul, you know? <laughs> like he's not a boxer, but it's like a guy in his 20s who's like bigger and more muscled and everything and, you know, just put a, put a clinic on him. So <laughs> um, I think for like parkour longevity, if that's, if that's what someone's interested in, because I think this word gets thrown around all the time and people don't actually understand what it is to train for longevity, I think, it's the opposite of what I've spent my entire time doing parkour, which was my entire time doing parkour was like, never take a break, never take a break and just go, 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 go. Um, and it, I've, I've kind of had, to, again, I've talked about this in the pod before where it's like, I've kind of had to make peace with that. I never really, um, it wasn't really like a winning game that I was playing. It was just, yeah, it was just, it's just this is what I was doing. But really, if you're interested in longevity, you should actually be taking long breaks from parkour because I I do think continuing to push. Um, so I'll, I'll name some guys like I'll name like Ed Scott, Daryl Stingley, two guys that I've trained with and know put a ton of volume on themselves. Very similar to what I what I had done, what I'd still continue to try to do. And I don't see them having a long. I don't want to call it like a career, but like a long life of being able to perform at a high level because they're putting tax on themselves, like t- taxing themselves like so much now that you just can only keep that up for so long. And or there's also the idea that maybe you shouldn't even in your 20s, you know, if if the goal really is longevity, if the goal is to be the best, that comes at a trade off. But you can't say these two. like being healthy and having longevity and wanting to be the best are two totally different things like you can be working to be the best and be very fit and very healthy at the at a time and then it'll just slip away from you so yeah um that's what i had to say about that Uh, (laughs) about about sort of the different realms to be in um yeah so so i do very much going back to what dylan said um although right now i'm not a very good representation of that because i'm once again in some pain and trying to take a break to, to get get out of the tendon pain. Hey, taking a break. Um, like yesterday, we had a sesh and uh, I just hung out. Yeah. I just hung out, I did, I like balanced on some railings and did a couple vaults and just told, uh, there were some guys that came from out of town and uh, just told them like, yeah, I'm on a jump restricted diet right now <laughs> um, for the next like little bit. It's like, oh, you can't jump. No, no, I, I can jump, just uh, it's gonna hurt. Like, if I had to, if we were, if, uh, you know, $20,000 was on the line or something and uh, I had to do some big jumps, then I absolutely could do them. Uh, But I would be setting myself back quite a bit. So, yeah, I'm on the jump-restricted diet
0: at the moment. Okay. Well, why don't we stuff this back in the closet and uh, revisit this? I think we should. Another time. Um, but I guess I kind of want to talk about the session we had yesterday and, uh, and how that that I had, that that you (laughs) attended, but, um, (laughs) Yeah, it was actually, it was very interesting because
1: Whoa, sorry for the interruption. Just another reminder that STS is now ad free. So we don't make any money off of doing these episodes. We're just trying to provide valuable conversations for you to listen to. And if we're doing our job and you are enjoying the conversation, you can help us out by just simply sharing one of these episodes with a friend. All right, without further ado, let's get back to today's conversation.
0: I haven't trained in the rain. In a very, very long time, mm-hmm. and then and even if it was in the rain um, or wet in general, it would be like mostly undercover spots, just kind of avoiding the puddles as much as possible, yeah um, but I think the gym has spoiled me <laughs> and maybe others, essentially our whole community <laughs> because. We are, because we just have access pretty much all the time to a dry Mm -hmm. parkour challenge filled spot that's not going to, that's not going to result in, you're not going to get kicked out of, uh, well, unless we're close, um, but even then, yeah, Um, so yeah. I did some, I did like some challenges. I was like, I found a challenge I wanted to do outside and I was like, ah, oh, and I, I audibly said, ah oh, yeah, like maybe on a nice day, I'll come and do this. And then Michael Hill, Ari, and Josh Doey all proceeded to do the challenge I wanted to do <laughs> in, the, in the wet and I was like, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna do it. It was just the jump through the tree. I don't wow. know if you saw Yeah, that Yeah, I did, the, I did a dash through that
1: on a separate session
0: yeah I, I that's where it started as yeah. um in terms of like working up to the clear
1: yeah
0: and then yeah i just had to do that a bunch of times until i felt okay like clearing it but it's 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 a garbage one step approach in mm. and i'm st- literally standing in a puddle mm-hmm. <laughs> like on the t- on, like the start of it so yeah i feel like uh i feel like a a baby now when it comes to training <laughs> in the
1: wet. It was so funny, uh that so uh up from and I think at some point he might be listening to this, but David bowden came up from Seattle. He's not originally from Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then also uh Nick Fairchild. Faircloth. And, uh, Faircloth, sorry. So that is okay. I remembered incorrectly. Yeah.
0: Fairchild. <laughs> Fair, I thought Fairchild. it was Fairchild's like it's another Faircloth.
1: common last name. Okay. Um Anyway, so so, so David and Nick, yeah, double check that. David and Nick, uh, yeah, they close. get to the undercover spot and one of the issues with the spot actually yesterday was that a lot of water had like seeped in and so it wasn't actually even super dry. So it was kind of felt like a floor is lava type of situation. Uh, meaning also like mostly only like jumps above the wet spots were available. So I wasn't gonna do much because <laughs> it was mostly jumps. And then they proceeded to go to the spot that was exposed to the rain and started doing like this stride slash plyo challenge on some of the curbs, but also the railings. Mm -hmm. And then discovered that the railings actually weren't that slippery in this particular spot when they were wet, which is crazy because I've been training there for almost two decades. (laughs) It's one of the oldest spots in Vancouver. They're,
0: okay, so they're still wet. <laughs> I mean, they're still slippery.
1: Yeah, but, but you, you can just stick have, to the.
0: <laughs> but you had to hit. You just had to hit it right. It's yeah. like a, it's. But this has always been true for parkour. Uh, was
1: that your? shoe? But maybe it was a shoe difference because I I wasn't doing any jumps, but but I like did like some precision balance on one of them, in in my strikes and like felt, yeah, actually that I could actually like do like rail pre. I
0: feel like most. I've, I've, I I remember like over a decade ago now, like somebody on a forum was like, what, what do you do when it's raining outside? And somebody responded, rail precision. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and I remember thinking like, that's actually hilarious, but it's also true. It's like, obviously, you scale it down so you're not mm-hmm. doing something crazy like like if you put your feet in the wrong position, you're more likely to slip. but if you hit it right, you should be able to stick a rail, even in the wet
1: yeah I just felt like the paint job on these ones though like I don't know what I've been missing all the years because it seemed like <laughs> it seemed like they were almost the same mm. like i was getting I was putting my foot on it and I was getting a nice like squeak sound, so I don't know when I can when I'm off of my jump diet I might have to go back and try some of this some of this stuff on those railings because I don't think the uh it definitely adds like a you're second guessing it like is this actually okay but it seemed okay yeah and then a lot of concrete is also like not too bad on feet you have to hit it right obviously you have to use you have to watch our our YouTube video that we just uploaded, and make sure that you're actually using the edge of a wall, <laughs> so that you so that you stop. If you're just trying to land on top, then that's when you're going to get a lot of slip, even on a wet concrete wall. I think, especially on a wet. I
0: think cool. using that edge really really works. It does. Go check out the new video. It's a it's a fun, sarcastic-filled time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, what else did you discover yesterday during the sesh? I um, well, it's, it's more like the, the the social atmosphere of it, which is that the people we were training with are not really used to training in gyms anyway. Mm. Not that they haven't before, but it's just, you know, Seattle doesn't. I mean, there's kind of a gym in the outskirts of Seattle that's not very easy to get to. Um, but a lot of the classes that PKV runs are outdoor classes so um i think by necessity people just kind of learn to train outside in seattle and mm. uh, you know all year round and the same is true for uh for bellingham so like uh the guys that came down from bellingham as well um and michael hill even um he doesn't care what you know he'll, he definitely comes and trains at the gym but definitely has he, a... He doesn't care about conditions. He doesn't care about yeah. conditions. It's all part of the challenge. Yeah.
1: Which is a great attitude. To it have. is
0: super great attitude. <laughs> and I and I, I feel like I'm missing that now. Mm. Um, like, like a few years ago, actually, I went down to Seattle and it was pouring rain. I met up with Colin when he was still living there. And mm-hmm. we did some jumps at Washington, University of Washington, UW. Pouring rain and like it was, it's part of the challenge, it's fun. It's like jumps that I wouldn't normally find difficult mm-hmm. because it's smaller, were are like uniquely challenging because of the scenario of, of the wet. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it kind of makes me like, all right, have I just gotten soft over the years? Mm-hmm. And now, now I should, I should, I, the other thing too is I'm on a jump restricted diet right now too, not as much as you are, but, um, it takes a while. I'll catch, my, I'll,
1: I'll catch up in a couple weeks.
0: takes a while for my knee to warm up. Um, and so, But once it's warm, it feels actually mostly okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I still think I'll probably wait until uh, fairer weather to start uh, training harder parkour. But we've also been lifting for the last several months, and I feel totally zapped <laughs> from, from the intensity of that. So...
1: I've been meaning to put out some, some posts about periodization. So I had, I have like some ideas for some graphics mm. on that. Cause I think people don't understand the concept of you, you can't be good at everything at the same time. <laughs> and yeah. so like, if you are taking, uh, if you are going through a strength phase, it's like, okay, like I think parkour, you can break down into technical parkour training, power training, Uh, which is still like general, like general power and strength. And we've been heavy on the strength. So like if I don't know, if you did it out of like six or whatever, like you say, if you just broke down your energy expenditure to six, we have like parkour is one power is one strength is four. And that's like the that's the phase we're in in this or the period that we're in. And eventually, you know, you get to summer and it's like technical parkour four, power one, strength one. Or in some people's cases, technical parkour six, zero and zero. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't recommend, but um, that is, yeah, what ends up happening. And it's just, yeah, you have to kind of accept that you're not going to be doing all the things all year. Um, And where you run into trouble, where I've run into trouble in the past myself, is when you refuse... To lower the other uh, uh, yeah. the other tr- types of training you could do,
0: you're like four, four, and four. <laughs> yeah,
1: or yeah, you just end up end up with a if again if you're if it's supposed to be out of six and you end up with a higher amount like a you end up get you end up with a an equation that equals like seven or eight then yeah you're in trouble.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to stay out of trouble. You know? It's why the jumps are restricted right now. <laughs> I I I've caught that. I was telling Lucas yesterday. I caught the bug for strength. Oh
1: yeah, he said yeah. He started to get into it. Yeah.
0: I uh, <laughs> I'm like I now I'm like I have all my previous bests. that want to mm-hmm. shatter. Mm-hmm. At least match. You know.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel
0: like I can right now. I could I could go, I mean, wa- I warm up and yeah. I could go in and I could beat all my previous records for yeah. deadlift squat and bench.
1: Well, I was, I was explaining to you like yesterday that deep squats were really starting to affect my knee uh, in terms of like patellar tendinopathy. Mm. And most people think patellar tendinopathy is gonna be jumper's knee related. And I don't actually think it was jumps in particular. I think it was accumulation of, I start. I was kind of in and out of it over the summer, but it actually wasn't this bad. And then in the fall, when we took, a, I, took I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a break from the technical parkour, and I'm gonna move into more strength. And so we start strength training, we start with more like split squats, things that are definitely kinder to uh, your patellar tendon. And then we start throwing, and I took a little bit of time off jumps, and then we start throwing in jumps, and then we start throwing in heavy, full squats, and max effort jumps. And that's when it started to just really get trash, and I was trying to so out. I was trying to find my way out of it, and uh then I just had to like totally throw in the towel. But I even tried to like reintroduce, but that's what's been killing it is like the heavy deep squats. The reason I bring this up is because I think I can PR right now on my squat, Um, which is kind of crazy, coming out of like the stuff that I've done to my leg, but I just think I have, I said this, when I injured my my, my other knee that I had to have surgery on, I said this before I had it diagnosed, I was like vlogging my workouts, and I was like, I think I'm gonna PR on squats, because I was just feeling so position, like dialed, and it just felt like it could happen, and now I've been like, Again, like getting position dialed, um, I started taking like creatine like five months ago, and it just feels like really good, but I can't actualize it because because it's it's just not worth it, right? And so I'm like I'm I got the bug where it's like it's it's you know I feel like I could just walk in and have like a PR session. And But then I'd be putting myself in pain for, like, three weeks yeah. after. Like, I could just wrap my knees up and go in and squat super heavy just to have the PR, but it's not, it's not worth it. And so I have to keep telling myself it's not going to be worth it and just, you know, ride the wave and wait until I actually can go in and, and properly test. Next week, I'm looking forward to testing my box squat, though, because I can... I can get away with that.
0: (laughs) Is next week... uh, I think we should do some testing next week. I think think it's time. I'm nervous, but I'm stoked at the same time. (laughs) Um, It's like going into battle. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) I've actually been
1: using it and I think this is like a fun thing to do with strength training Or I've been using it. I've actually... Like last week, um, I put a weight on deadlifts that I hadn't touched in a while. And all of a sudden I start... Because I've had... I had my first ever like... I guess we'll call it a back sprain after taking a big layoff from deadlifts and then like just popping back in and trying to do a, a heavy set like completely not warmed up. And so this is a different scenario where I've like progressively, properly progressively overloaded to a point where it's like it should be fine but I I was getting really nervous. Like mm-hmm. I was getting like the, you know, like anyone, who's, anyone who lifts heavy and, and attempts to like increase the weight, there's a, there's a point where you get super anxious and nervous and I've been actually trying to visualize jumps when that happens. Hmm. So in the weight room I've been like visualizing like a cat leap that I want to do and being like, just like, yeah, like commit now and then remember this feeling of like how you felt anxious and nervous and unsure and then try to tap into that again. So I don't know if this is gonna work, but I just feel like, you know, it's it's that mental
0: worth the shot, training,
1: you know? Cause yeah, it just got super and I'm just like, uh, you know I was like deadlifting and I was like I'm a machine yeah like I was just I was saying yeah, that gotta, like yeah. vocally but like that's that's like part of the um mental story I'm trying to build right now it's like I'm just I'm a machine I have to because like you know when you when you're staring down like a sizable gap that you know there's like impact on the other side there's you have to go you have to go in all effort you there's no like half-assing it you have to either go or not so you have to accept that there's gonna be a bit of impact you also have to accept that you have to try your hardest and it's very very similar to lifting that like okay it's a big way I have to try my hardest and I also have to accept that if I'm not totally dialed I could hurt myself
0: yeah um,
1: but you just tell yourself you're a machine yeah and you just if you, do it
0: you're the machine <laughs> um, yeah I mean there is definitely an interesting like lifting and parkour are so different in many ways mm-hmm. in that lifting, when it gets heavy and hard and scary, it's very slow movement. And in parkour, yeah. it's often very dynamic, but they're very similar in the mental aspect of, of you need to commit to this. Mm-hmm. Like if it feels really heavy pulling off the ground, you can't just give up. You gotta keep pushing through it mm-hmm. and you actually might be able to finish it. Um, uh you can't just give up halfway the same thing with the jump you jump in the air and you're like scared you're like oh no Mm -hmm. no 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 you have to commit to the landing no matter what the outcome right so uh there is some interesting parallels there and i I do find it interesting that you're using visual you're visualizing parkour challenges while lifting heavy weights
1: yeah i just started doing this in the last few weeks um i think i'm gonna keep doing it because because yeah i'm not doing as much parkour right now you know Mm -hmm. jump jump restricted and stuff so like you got to put yourself in it um I like I like going around when I'm uh, in a restricted phase. So some this has happened to me before when uh, I've been like well injured like you know so I have some pain right now we call it injury. Um, but even like more like acute like coming off of surgery or off of like a non weight bearing period and like I'll stare at jumps and just tell myself like I can do this so easily right now mm. I can do this like I'm just. Yeah, I'm not doing it right now. I'm not going to do it. But, but I, but I, could. But I could. I could. Yeah, and I, I think that's important too. That that sort of like positive, um, positive self talk. Um, well, because because if you look at it, well, like if I was looking at jumps and I was like, "Oh, this is super scary right now," and like, oh, "I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this again." Like, you can't you can't do that. You got to be like fully, almost like delusional a little bit that, that yeah. it's going to be easy when you come back.
0: I agree. I 100% agree with the positive self-talk and and having a delusion that makes you believe that you can do it because because it might I mean this is what you said to me for the challenge at the end of Dial I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I do have to have the delusion I can do it." And you were like, "It's not a delusion." Yeah. And I was like, it's "Oh, yeah, like that's true. I have to be- really truly believe. I can't even think it's a delusion." Um yeah, very interesting. Um Oh, I was going to say something else about about positive self-talk. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do find that a lot of people get into negative headspaces when, when training, and then that, they shut down mm-hmm. as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but positive self-talk is is pretty pretty important.
1: Yeah. I've let myself feel, like, really weak sometimes when it comes to the mental side. I think about just closing out this year and stuff that I walked away from, and it's just, like, um, you almost, it almost gets to the point where like you fill yourself with so much self doubt that you're af- afraid to move. And then it's, um, and then you just start feeling sad and it's almost to the point where it's like, you almost feel like uh, you know when like you feel like tears welling up, mm. like not to the point where I'm just going to start like crying. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming to a jump. Um, that happened in uh that, that least documentary. Pilgrimage. Blair, pilgrimage. Hey. Um, dude, literally started crying because he couldn't do a jump. Crazy. Um, but like that's a level you don't want to get to, but, but it, it feels very similar where you're just like so sad and then so weak and then it's like, I just feel like a little child right now and I don't want to be here. <laughs> um, and that's definitely going, going too far. So trying to do the opposite, trying to be the machine.
0: You are the machine yeah you're a machine built to do jumps yeah exactly <laughs> and <gonna>, deadlifts <laughs> i'm gonna
1: land this like till i'm i'm worried about what the wall's gonna feel like <laughs> not
0: me i'm about to crush this um okay well maybe we can move on here so we we talked about being a machine mm-hmm. lifting oh i didn't even realize yeah we ended up talking about lifting yeah it's part of our life right now it is big big part of it lift life right now um yeah i mean we're three days a week just like grinding away yeah i am excited
1: when we i was talking to the actually before you came in today i was talking to some of the fellas and i was like yeah when when i get back from our, our trip i'd like to start to go more to like a power phase uh which would be you know less lifting more more max power focused and you know a little bit more parkour as well um and then you gradually phase into more of like a parkour dominant phase. Uh, but I'm also telling them, you know, this is all thinking for myself. If if I'm feeling okay to jump into that phase, pun intended, I guess or not intended hey. there. Um, when I get when I get back, you know, and you can't. It's so hard to plan around injuries. You just kind of have to play, play the unfortunate waiting game. Uh, but you know, I'll be happy to. Um, Maybe not happy, maybe reluctant to to coach and get everyone else moved on to the phase when I, when I get back, even if I'm not ready to take that step.
0: Yeah. So we're doing it regardless. Yeah, regardless of how I don't want to okay. hold everyone back. Yeah. I
1: don't want to hold everyone back on what should be like a progressive season. Um, if my season doesn't work out the same, that's just that's the game.
0: Yeah. Power program when, when we return mm-hmm. so man there's another thing I keep like getting mm-hmm. ideas in my head of oh I wanted to mention this, but <laughs> completely out the other side yeah. so it's gone but we can uh, we can jump into talking about our trip yeah
1: yeah uh, our trip which uh, I got some really good news about yesterday Ooh. is um, so how five competition how five SPL qualifier we are essentially cutting men's registration we are we are full sold out um send it like we're gonna keep a wait list so if you were hoping to get in you know send us a a email or or house how how five an email or you can send us a dm and you know we'll see if we can make room because i i hate hate doing this Um,
0: yeah we hate turning people away but i mean it's getting to the point where it's going to be quite a full competition. It is
1: a full comp, um, uh, but um, we are not closing women's registration because there's definitely room there, and and we'd like to see more more participation. Um, last year we didn't have a lot of uh, women participating in our qualifiers, and then subsequently at the at the final, and then we had some that couldn't make it for just different circumstances, and it was it was kind of crushing. So um yeah if you are able to make it to hell five um and or if you're you a know woman somebody and you'd like to participate just yeah. to participate um it's uh, we promise it's going to be a lot of fun uh we are trying to always like a big part of our mission particularly now is to just try to make it a better more valuable experience to athletes coming out so we always get tons of feedback we always take it to heart and we're Trying to put it into the comps so that we're they're more we're more organized we're we're making it so that um yeah you come out and you really have a, like everything that we do for the comps like when it comes down to designing challenges we're never like let's make challenges that people can't do and so they feel shitty about themselves <laughs> we're always like let's make challenges that you know are going to be challenging but that can be completed so that you end up having a you know wholesale good experience coming out so yeah, please, um, if you know uh, some ladies that should be making their way in, um, make sure they don't miss out on this one because it is our only European event as well. Um, and, you know, Belgium's not too far away from the UK, so we can get some yeah. some more UK ladies as well. I saw um, Elise Bickley signed up and I'm super stoked on that. Um, some other names on there as well, but I w- hopefully we can get some more numbers. Yeah. Also, if you happen to know why, you know, reach out to us. If you happen to know why we're not getting a turnout for this one, um, whatever the reason might be, reach out, let us know, and we'll see if we can uh, change some things.
0: Yeah. Very excited about this trip. Yeah. Sticking to the
1: positive. I am. Yeah. I am wholesale. I am very um, excited. It's, to come it's out
0: turning for. out to be way more, I mean, way more successful than I had anticipated initially. Um, so, um, I think it's kind of, it's proving to be a proof of concept that SPL as a brand can thrive in Europe. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, well, I think, I think we got to go back and do it again in order to really, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If if everyone shows up, has a terrible time (laughs) and then we, Oh, this wasn't what I
1: expected it to be. Why would I pay money for this next time? Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, I'm optimistic though. Yeah, we plan to over deliver and, uh,
0: yeah. It's like <laughs> two, it's like three weeks away. Less than that. Less than three weeks away. Yeah, it is the,
1: Oh, well, actually it's, ah! so it's exactly, it's exactly 19 days.
0: Okay. For the, for the comp. And then we, we leave much before then, but right. Yeah. Amazing. We're on the same, uh, we're on the same flight heading over. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Were you able to pick your seats? Mm, I don't think I did. No, so i we're think probably I not going to sit next to each other. To, well, we'll see.
1: We're on the same flight, so you know we should be able to plan something.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Why are you asking about whether or not we're going to sit together? I don't know. <laughs> it's a long flight. It is. You don't want to hang out with me? Yeah, no, I do. I we just can wanna... film an uh, STS episode we on should. the flight. On
1: the flight, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think we'll be able to get seats together. It would be too loud, I so think. We just got to show up. What's a, what a, is that like an 8 a.m. flight or something? something
0: no, no, no. Time? It's uh, 6 p.m.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so we can get there super early. We can, get, we can get seats together. I'm not worried about that. I'm actually concerned. So Sydney Olsen was telling me <laughs> in the summer, she just doesn't, she only flies like first class now. She always upgrades, and it does get cheaper. Okay. It does get cheaper closer to the date, and I'm kind of curious, like how much it's going to cost if I want to upgrade just for like the just for the knee room.
0: Yeah, you know, so I can actually, oh, yeah.
1: so I can not get off this. I'm actually so the thing. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm like nervous and stuff. I'm like, no, the event. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited for the event. Um, I'm excited for all this stuff. What I am nervous about is sitting like this for. 12 freaking hours and then having to stand up on um because I uh the knee that I had surgery on does not like that um and in the past it's it's caused me some trouble all of those pains that I was having though because they were I was having them in the summer uh they are getting much less so like I don't I don't like sit in a position for like you know we're having this talk right now there was a point where uh we would record a pod and I would stand up and I'd be like almost limping yeah just from like an hour and a half of sitting um, and, and the joint effusion that was caused so that is becoming much less we're like i'll feel a tiny pinch but it won't cause me to like have to stop and limp the key is to stand up during throughout the flight. the flight yeah there's
0: like uh yeah but, but is last the key time-
1: not also that i should be we should be sleeping for a large portion of this flight because it arrives at like yeah we arrive in the morning a portion of it
0: yeah There'll definitely a bit, be a portion STS, of it. Gotta, I think, yeah.
1: All right.
0: Um, but yeah, last time I flew flew to Europe, there was like people just gather in the back, and there's like snacks back there, and you're just chilling, standing out, talking to people. Sweet. I mean, I well, I wasn't talking um, to
1: people. Leave, leave us a comment though <laughs> if you think if you think it would be a good idea. Uh, just Just leave a comment that says either good idea or bad idea for trying to get an episode done while well, we're essentially in the air.
0: I think it's actually a terrible idea. It's, it's going to be so loud. Hey, leave it up. To, All right. Leave it up to YouTube. I can't have an opinion. An no, no, opinion no, leave it up too? to YouTube. Good idea right. or bad idea. Episode in the air. hmm. It could just be like an audio only episode, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the, the spacing is difficult. Yeah. Um, so this is a watch like we'd be <laughs>
0: <laughs> just be holding the camera.
1: Down. <laughs> Get some sort of rig. <laughs>
0: um yeah alright so should we move on here yeah we got one more event that we need to talk about yeah so big news everybody we did a podcast about this event last year someone commented on it recently yeah 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 yeah. last year almost it's been almost a year Um, basically April last year we did a podcast about this event that we attended in LA that's called Kings of the Concrete kotc by tempest free running and we had a blast going down there it was a really fun experience just to to be a, an audience member to this event mm-hmm. um i,
1: I would, definitely want to i definitely want to go again yeah i don't even understand when it is though
0: i don't either yet but maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll announce that soon but they did recently announce that they are i guess the the one from last year is finally going to be aired hmm some we still don't know any details around it, I but mean, it, it has been announced that it's going to air Clarity is needed. <laughs> yeah, lots uh, of clarity.
1: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Gabe Gabe Nunez um, CEO of Tempest I think we can call him mm-hmm. uh, came out and did a uh, post a um, little interview piece talking about that they're putting out but he throws out words like uh, paywall I think he mentions he mentions live stream and Video on demand. And, sorry, video on demand, not paywall. But video on demand is, assumes a paywall, so um, it is unclear whether or not the 2022 KOTC will be will be a video on demand item, nope. or whether or not 20, it will be.
0: 2022 was last year. Yeah,
1: but what I mean because they're they're going. What it sounded like is they're going to release it. I, actually, I think they're releasing it this yeah, month. yeah. I February. think I
0: think it's going to be on some type of. Platform like ESPN mm. Plus or Netflix or something.
1: Yeah, he, he was very cryptic with me in private conversations about whatever sort of broadcast deal they're trying to land. Mm. Um, so Hollywood, um, but <laughs> uh, that would be like what? what you, what's your prediction? Do you think ESPN Plus, and that's where they're getting in? Um, there, what else is there? What else could it be? NBC, Netflix. Netflix so be a all right, here's huge, the thing. I Netflix. don't
0: know anything about video on demand. I, like, barely mm. watch Netflix as it is. So mm-hmm. it's like, I could say a bunch of names of potential ones, but I have no idea. Like, okay. I don't pay attention enough to the content on them to be like, oh, this would be better fit for X, Y, Z. Yeah. I feel like,
1: because the way that, that it was being pitched is that they had athletes show up a couple days in advance. They got a lot of interview type media and tried to tell a story. And we mentioned this in our, our spoiler free review. If you go back. I feel
0: like we should have. STS episode 45 maybe? I feel like we should have advertised that episode as spoiler free.
1: <laughs> I thought it was in the title and then someone said recently that it wasn't. Maybe we just changed it to that spoiler free. But anyways, uh, there is uh, a very good story um, in the men's division, um, in terms of like the final match and what occurred, and what I was curious about was whether or not they—who it's always so hard to not name names—whether um, or not they interviewed post-event, post-event. Mm. the athletes. Because if they didn't, that story goes out. That that's that's not a story anymore. Um, and then it's just kind of like the fake stories that one could tell about each athlete coming up. But but I could see them having like a, a three to six episode miniseries um, that could be edited together and quite polished, uh, which is amazing for parkour and amazing for them if they could get that on a good platform. And I could see it going on Netflix. Like I've, I've seen not great quality stuff um, in terms of like the film quality and like video quality and, and um, content going up on Netflix. Um, there was this joke that like South Park did at one point where it was like, uh, calling into Netflix and it's like, "Hello, Netflix, you're green-lighted. Because <laughs> there was there was a point in time where they were just so anxious to get content. as much content as they could on. So um, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, you know, like this is this is a future goal for us with SPL to eventually get it put on some some broadcast platform that is actually a legitimate known one, so an ESPN Plus or a Netflix or. What have you. I, th- I think Netflix is is the ultimate because that's like you can't get more mainstream than that. Um, ESPN plus has some like really obscure weird sports on it. And so it's almost like, ooh, I wonder if we're going to get to a point in time where like, uh, this is being really ambitious, but like <laughs> where where, like, could, could, I'm just thinking, like, in a future where, like, like ESPN Plus, you know, we get in a meeting with them and they're, like, giving us an offer and, like, we have to say no. Because mm. we're holding out for, like, a bigger opportunity. Which, again, sounds really ambitious and almost, like, contrived. But, like, I feel like that's, I would like to be in that spot where, where um, you know, you're getting an offer on something and it's like, mm, I don't actually know if this is the right fit. You know, maybe we'll hold out for Netflix or something that... Because once you're on, Ooh. it's it's also hard to um, switch. Play boat, yeah. Like there's some cases where you could get an offer from a company in that sort of realm, and and uh, yeah, it kind of like lessens your your product. So
0: interesting. Mm. If I'm you just... have any connections, to <laughs> <laughs> any. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see it though. Services. Um, I'm excited to see what they come up with. Um, it was I thought they were doing some really smart things Um, just again being there for the lab experience he had uh, Jeff Garrido was with some guy who was kind of just like a a muggle type guy um, doing like the commentary so it's kind of interesting to see how that pairing works out Um, I think it could actually be very promising because because it's good to have a commentator who isn't in the know because they get to be the translator for people. They also get to ask the good questions like, oh, why did that not count? Or why did that, you know, why did they get that score? What do you think? And then and then it just positions the expert to be able to give like a a more appropriate play by play so that that could be really cool. Um, They had lots of cameras running. Um, Yeah, it could it could. It looks like the teaser looks looks really sharp. So it does, yeah.
0: I'm I'm excited <laughs> to rewatch it. And uh, I would definitely go back this year. Um, oh, we have to,
1: like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be really upset if somehow they have it more like closed or whatever, and we can't get tickets. Um, mm. Or if for whatever reason, it's just out of range, but I am already like set on that I'm going.
0: Okay. <laughs> April sometime. We, I, do we have dates for that yet?
1: No. Okay. I, April sounds right, but I don't want to, like, <clears throat> for anyone watching, I don't want to say it's April because, as I said, the, the uh, announcement really lacked clarity. Yeah, there was <laughs> n- there was things. nothing really announced other than
0: mm-hmm. something's coming soon, basically.
1: Yeah, I think, and for whatever reason, I have February this month in my head is when the 2022 video or videos or episodes or whatever it's going to be are going to be released so yeah
0: okay well i guess we're going to have to stay tuned for that Mm -hmm. and then we can uh we can do an episode talking about spoiler full spoiler full spoiler full episode on (laughs) case spoiler spoiler review yeah yeah fully review it yeah um
1: is that going to be the nice thing to do if it's on a video on demand? They have to pay for though. Is that going to be
0: at that point? It's okay. I think.
1: Yeah. At that point, I don't care anymore.
0: Well, it, it, <laughs> who cares? I mean, if they watch, if they listen or watch STS, mm-hmm. and we're talking about it, like we could describe parkour all we want, but people need to see it to like mm. understand what happened. I mean what's going to happen in the competition. It's totally different experience watching it. So I think we should talk about it. Also, like (laughs) we're going to spoil it for a hundred (laughs) people that watch our our podcast or listen to our podcast. Um, Actually, like I'm curious of the actual numbers of people who are listening to us right now, Mm. because YouTube gives us a number, Mm -hmm. but how many of those are people who click in and then, like, click away? Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have we have numbers from Spotify. So some of you are listening on, on uh, Spotify. Really appreciate you. Um, and I guess a few of you also on uh, Apple Podcasts. But I'm really curious how many listeners we actually have. Because people come out of the woodwork all the yeah. time and are like, oh, yeah, I really liked what you said on... Yes, and I was like, "Oh, you listen too?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Parkour podcasts in general, like I'm. I'm curious what the, you know, highest listening get. Like one would assume that store probably gets the most listeners. Um, Dom's uh, podcast that he does seasonally probably also goes up there. But it's. But again, like for someone to actually listen to an entire conversation, what, what's that number? Versus I just clicked it and then clicked out because i re- I realized it was just people talking and i i yeah. wanted to see massive front flips
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess uh i guess we'll never know yeah you know
1: someone actually brought up recently too with sts that like you guys should have guests and i actually wanted to address that oh yeah yeah because i feel like um so one having a podcast that guests is guest-centered is not necessarily the wrong thing but it's like you're kind of you have to play interviewer. So like if you have a guest, we have to play interviewer. But I also just enjoy the experiment and the challenge of trying to make good conversation and good content when it's just. Someone who I see all the time yeah. <laughs> and trying to have um, trying to have some sort of conversation around that and just get better at talking and and more relaxed in front of a camera. And I think. You know if you go back and look at our not only our youtube videos but also like episodes of sts like a year or, or more ago i think you can definitely see that there's less comfort <laughs> so
0: in front of the camera so yeah.
1: i've I, I a big part of it has just been enjoying the challenge but um i almost want sts to just continue to be like a, if we're gonna have a guest like they have we have to be in the same room i don't oh yeah video. i definitely
0: don't want to do any video yeah video i wouldn't be opposed to doing a guest there's just not a, not a lot of, we'd have to reconfigure our podcast studio yeah. to fit three people in it.
1: Well, I'm going to be bringing, you know, all the gear with us and stuff. So we might be able to get um, some guest interviews in, in Europe and, and That'd UK. That would be cool. Um, so I don't know if Oh, you, we if need another microphone too. Yeah, we can figure something out. Yeah. I think they actually pick up, they, they pick up pick pretty, pretty well. well. Like if you yeah. just kind of hold it, the the labs. Yeah. because. You know, you can get a switcher and everything. There's a lot more that goes into, obviously. We having can having three people we or more could
0: technically even do something like this, and then <clears throat> yeah. just cut in the audio after. Yeah, no, I, I think don't know. It's something we haven't talked about really even <laughs> off air. So yeah. this is we're we're having this real time conversation yeah, right now. Yeah, but
1: let us know. Uh, in case of like Europe, Europe, UK. Uh, who would you want to to have on the show? Um knowing knowing the kind of style we, of show we do like we're not gonna it's not gonna be like so how did you start parkour and I'll you know be what's your favorite moment and what's you know it's like we just want to be able to jump into whatever whatever topics are on our minds or, or happening that week so you know we could talk about the event pre-event post-event we could talk about that um we could yeah anything that's going on like around the the couple weeks um, that we're that we out there. So, yeah. If you have any any uh, names, people that you think would be good in conversation, let us know. That's comment number two that you're going to leave us.
0: I don't even remember what the first I don't one was. I don't remember was a
1: uh, g- good <laughs> good or bad idea to record on a plane?
0: Oh so, yeah yeah know. yeah. Okay. So we expect two answers. Per, two comments, comments two separate comments per yeah. individual commenting um and if you're listening to this on spotify or apple Podcasts, please just go to our youtube and, and leave the yeah. comments
1: after you leave us a five-star review
0: after you leave a five-star review mm-hmm. and um yeah that's all i got
1: yeah. i think that's all i got today
0: okay this really? was, uh, was kind of fun.
1: I told you before we started recording today, I was like, there was a topic I had in my mind. I was like, oh, let's be perfect. And it felt so perfect that I didn't write it down.
0: And it clearly was not perfect at all. Because I'm going to remember this, this week. And, I, I mean, uh, there was multiple things this episode that I like totally slept in my mind. I was like, mm. oh, this will be great to say. Uh, and then no, it was just gone. <laughs> so for, forgetful, uh, forgetful. Yeah, no, no
1: final thoughts on Kings of the Concrete? I can't. Other than we're like I, reporting I'm it. not yeah. allowed to well,
0: say any of the final thoughts I have.
1: I guess in what's happening, I mean, we, we covered a little bit about the... Uh, um, uh, I
0: guess, all right, what's <laughs> unclear about it is that Gabe mentions that there's going to be video on demand for this year, and he's saying that this is going to set us up well for the live stream next year, or I guess for yeah. 2023, but... Is it going to be a live stream or is it going to be another video on demand? Mm. Because that's not super clear because there's a huge difference between live stream and video on demand. So those are my thoughts on it, which we just need clarity around. And I'm sure we're going to find this out in the coming month yeah, or so. my
1: expectation off of what you just said, what, what Gabe said, is, yeah, we're getting, uh, we're getting a video on demand for 2022. So it'll cost something to watch it. And the twenty twenty three Kings of the Concrete will be live streamed and it'll be the best live stream
0: Woo. ever. Which best hurts. live stream it's
1: hurtful because that means better than us.
0: Yeah, well they got that Hollywood money, so it's gonna be it's gonna it's be true. It's gonna be real good.
1: Yeah, we do uh it costs five bucks to uh, do the live stream for SPL. <laughs>
0: Add add some zeros. (laughs) Add some zeros. Um, Great. Okay. That's the end of this episode of STS. If you liked this, please leave us a like by pressing the thumbs up button. Um, Also, answer our questions in the comments below. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Um, which I think those are the only two that we're on outside of YouTube. So great talking not, to me. I'm not today. aware of any other SoundCloud, I guess. right. We're, we're on SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What we'll else is SoundCloud. there? What
1: else is there? Comment.
0: <laughs> Comment number three. <laughs> okay. That's the end of this one. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, same timesies.